This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, Melba Kuyper and Todd McShay did an interesting thing uh, today on, on uh, ESPN.com and their exclusive uh, stuff here. Mm-hmm. And they did this last year as well, where they draft 44 players. Are they a team or are they drafting against they're drafting, each other? They're, they're drafting against each other, trying oh, okay. to fill out a team. What they're doing is filling out a roster. 22 gotcha. players for each team. So you start getting a starter at every position mm-hmm. based on this draft. Fair enough. Okay. That's so, you know, you're I only going to last year. I didn't yeah, you're only going to draft. They each drafted like one running back each, one quarterback mm-hmm. each, things of that nature. So you're getting. And of course, there's some strategy to that. Like, if you and I were to do it and you take Trevor Lawrence first overall, I could probably wait till the 44th you could, yeah, pick. Yeah, your, your 44th like, pick could be the quarterback. Right. Yeah. And if you take Kyle Pitts, I'm going to take Briar Muth last. Or yeah. same with running backs and things like that. So it's a little bit cheating. There's not 32 teams, but such is life. You yeah, it's almost like doing a fantasy draft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I'm curious how it went. Yeah, so uh, with the first pick, McShay took Trevor Lawrence. McShay had the first pick. Fair enough. Okay, okay. You're, you're set a quarterback. He doesn't need to take another quarterback now. No. With the second pick, Kuyper took Kyle Pitts. That's who I would have taken, too. You know, okay. Just because the difference is so much different. Yeah. Right, that's the obvious one, the first two to me. But with the third pick then, McShay took Jamar Chase. Okay. So he's got a nice little... That's a nice battery there. (laughs) Lawrence to Chase for the next uh, 15 years, you hope. But the receivers are plentiful. Right. I assume these guys are going to take three receivers each. Yeah. Uh, It might be just two. I'll have to to look here. I don't think they're taking a fullback. At four, Kuiper took Devontae Smith. So he's got Kyle Pitts and Devontae Smith. I guess he wants to make sure he gets one of the top receivers. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, if he doesn't do that, then McShay comes... McShay takes him next round. (laughs) No, he's got (laughs) ridiculous, like... Um, at five, McShay took Panay Sewell. Understandable. There's a lot of tackles, but understandable. Yeah. I have no qualms with that. At six, then, Kuiper took Jalen Waddle. So he's got Pitts, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Waddle. Pretty, and he's going to end up with Fields or Wilson right. or whoever he wants. Yeah. The, the beauty of picking second. Okay. That's a pretty good passing game. That's a pretty good passing game. At seven, McShay took Micah Parsons. Wow. First defensive player taken. I guess I understand it. I mean... He's different than the other linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. At eight, Kuiper took Rashawn Slater. I would, say, I, would say, I would have maybe taken Slater where he took Waddle after yeah. Sewell went. Just want to make sure I get a top guy. But he still did. Yeah. At nine, McShay takes Patrick Sertain. That's maybe my pick before. Yeah. So, boy, yeah, I mean, I think I would have taken Sertain over Parsons. It's tough, but you get, I mean, right, right. because this, there's so many corners. I mean, corners are so valuable. Yeah. But you get you know you get you get certain here. Who else are you going to wind up with here at ten? Kuiper takes Elijah Vera Tucker. Hmm. Curious where he'd go. Yeah, he has Slater and Vera Tucker. Yeah, he's got two undersized tackles. So I, or guards, which right, so he's got awesome them. guards or short tackles. Right. 
But right. this ta- this draft is so deep in tackles, you could take two tackles in and, and play both of those guys at guard and be really athletic at guard. Yeah. I was sitting there thinking, I mean, or just take one more tackle, ask one of them to play tackle, the other one's a guard. I mean, no offensive line positions off the board, though, for Mel. Right. You know. At 11, McShay takes Kadarius Toney. Oh, I would That's way rich. Way rich. Yeah. I don't like Tony at all. I don't think he's a first-round player. I think he will be in the first round. I'd rather have Bateman. I'd rather have. I'd rather. I'd rather have Elijah Moore. I'd rather have Elijah Moore. Yeah. Right? I mean, of the of the slot type receiver, type, you know. No, yeah, I would. He would be way low on my list. Uh, at twelve, McShay's not going to like this. Kuiper took Jamin Davis. Wow. I mean, so Todd had Parsons. Mel got Davis. Yeah. Okay. And Mel's been a or uh, McShay's been a guy who's been on Jamin Davis for yeah, I guess he has. He, like he's had him up in this top fifty before anybody else did. In, in a previous segment, we did our Steelers top twenty-four. I'm wondering more and more. Mel tells you things. Mel's been doing this such a long time. Whenever yeah. he's that high on someone, especially late in the process, that guy's going. They're high. rising high. Yeah, yeah they're, that they're guy's coming. going guy. Yeah. Uh, at thirteen, McShay takes Jeremiah Owosuko or Moa. Pretty good speed in the middle of the field. He's got a lot of speed right, there, right? Yeah. Uh, linebacker's going early. Yeah. At 14, Kuiper takes Quiddy Pay, the first edge off the board. Okay. I and, think Phillips would be my first edge, but I, I can respect Pay. Yeah. At 15, McShay takes J.C. Horn. How about that? He got so he had Sertain and, and Horn. Horn. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'd be mad about that one. <laughs> Should have jumped on Horn over a couple of those picks. Yeah. Yeah. I think he jumped on Jamin Davis early because he mm-hmm. he knew that McShay was such a Jamin Davis guy. I'm not even taking Horn over Vera Tucker. Yeah, you know, think, looking back on it, uh, at 16, Kuiper takes Jalen Phillips. Good. Uh, so he gets so paid in. Pay in. Yeah. So maybe his corners don't matter quite as much. <laughs> like, I got shut down a corner. I'll get pass rush. At 17, McShay takes Gregory Rousseau. That's yeah. another Todd pick that I've frowned upon a little bit. Yeah. Don't love it. I don't think he's very twitchy. At 18, Kuiper takes Caleb Farley. Well, you needed a corner. Yeah, that's kind of it. Could be a steal. Could be a steal. I would take another soon if I were him. At 19, McShay takes Aziz Ojolari. I don't love him either. Yeah. I don't think he's a bad player, but he's kind of a one trick pony. At 20, Mel gives Rousseau tip. And Ojolari don't compare to Pay. And no, they Phillips don't. To me. Uh, but uh, McShay says he's going with the 3 4. Uh, okay. hybrid, he's going with a hybrid three four four three defense. Uh, at twenty, Mel tips his hand on what he's going to do with those offensive linemen because he takes Christian Derrissaw. Okay, so no, one of those guys is kicking spot. inside for sure. One of them's a guard. Yeah, that's a pretty nice line. Yeah. Uh, at twenty one, McShay get a center. Yeah, yeah. McShay takes Najee Harris at twenty one. He must like him noticeably more than the others. Yeah. Uh, at twenty two, Kuiper takes Travon Morig. That's a pick that makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah, you get the, when you stand alone at your position in a drill like this, they should go pretty high. So that's the halfway point of the whole okay. procedure here. So if you look at what each team has, uh, McShay has his quarterback in Lawrence, mm-hmm. running back in Najee Harris, yeah. two wide receivers, Jamar Chase and Kadarius Toney. Yeah, Tony don't love, but still. He's got a left tackle in Panay Sewell. Good one. He's got his uh, defensive end slash outside linebackers and Rousseau and his Ojolari. Mm-hmm. His insides are Micah Parsons and Owosu Koromola. That's a nice compliment to one another, <laughs> yeah. And then he's got Sertain and J.C. Horn on the back end. That's, his That's back pretty good. His back seven is pretty awesome, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mel doesn't have a quarterback yet. 
<clears throat> but he'll get his pick. Doesn't have a running back yet. But he'll get his pick. Uh, he's got Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell at nice. the uh, receiver position. He's got Kyle Pitts at tight end. Yeah, the receiving core is nuts. He's got his offensive line filled out, actually, except for the center position. He's got three of them. Actually, they didn't take a center here. They're not taking a center. Why are they not taking a center? Centers are important. They are. Somebody has to snap the football. Uh, But he's got – so he's got on his offensive line Slater, Elijah Vera Tucker, Christian Derrissaw. He's got Slater as his left tackle and Derrissaw as his right. uh, Vera Tucker's a guard, correct? Maybe they're just not – They just didn't pick a – Okay. Maybe they're, I think they're going to pick centers here. They just they should. Yeah. Uh, he's got Pay and Phillips as his defensive end like linebackers. Jamin Davis at linebacker. Nice. And then he's got Caleb Farley at corner and Trevon Moerig at safety. Yeah, a lot of athleticism on his defense. Yeah. At 23, McShay takes Tevin Jenkins. Okay. I mean, yeah, put him opposite Penny Sewell. That's not so bad. Yeah. Uh, they are taking centers because at 24, Kuiper takes Landon Dickerson. Okay, so Vera Tucker's going to be a guard. He's got two tackles, Slater, one of them. Here's one of the problem areas. At 25, McShea takes Christian Barmore. That's a real problem area. Yeah. I mean, the more you think about the strategy, maybe he should go higher. And I have some doubts about Barmore. But you need to – I mean, we're going to line up with no defense. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie Davis is You get pushed all over the place. Yeah, yeah. he's not taking on double teams. At 26, Kuiper takes Zayvon Collins. That makes sense, too. The linebackers went pretty high. At 27, McShay takes Terrace Marshall. Hmm. I would have taken him over Tony, but... Still no Bateman. I'd take Bateman over both of them. Yeah. 28, Kuiper takes Richie Grant. He's got him safety, too. He's got Moring and Grant. He's got the two best... That's kind of a defensive move to give Todd the finger a little bit, too. (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to have any safeties. At 29, McShay takes Liam Eichenberg. But he lists him as a guard. Really? I mean, he's a little short-armed. But, I mean, he has two good tackles. I think he's probably best grade on that guy and needs to help his O-line. Yeah. At 30, Kuiper takes Rashad Bateman. There you go. That's a lot of receivers off board. Six receivers already yeah. taken. Yeah. Kuiper's loaded at receiver. Loaded, like, with, especially with Pitt. Bateman's is three. Bateman's is four. Actually, it's four, Pitt. really, yeah. yeah. Uh, at 31, McShay takes Carlos Basham. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I don't love that. I don't love that either. Kuiper takes at 32, Greg Newsom. Nice. Yeah, that's good value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. At 33, McShea takes Levi Omozurike. So he doubles he up doubled, on He tackles. took both defensive tackles. over the same thing to so Mel. Kuiper's really weak in the middle of the field. Yeah, on defense. it means you're going to have to take a McNeil or somebody like that who you don't have the grade on. Yeah. You've got to take him. At 34, Kuiper finally takes a running back. He takes ATN. Fair enough. He could have waited on that. He, I guess. He I, probably I mean, looked at it and said, okay, I got these other positions filled. There's nobody there worth taking. Mm-hmm. I'll take ATN. Take ATN. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Now you're just filling out your roster, I guess. Might as well take a D-tackle one of these times, though. At 35, McShea takes Creed Humphrey. Nice. They're the top two centers, I think. Yeah. 36, Kuiper takes Samuel Cosme. Has him listed as a guard. As a guard. I would put Kick Slater in the guard. Yeah. Boy, you'd have a line. Darisaw and Cosme. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Cosme's 6'7. He's not a guard. No, he's not a guard. Yeah. Uh, At 37, McShay takes Quinn Miners as a guard. He's going to call him as a guard. Yeah, as a guard. Get played. Humphrey at center and and, uh, Miners at guard. 38, Kuiper takes Ronnie Perkins. That's a little early. And he took him over like, oh, way. Yeah. You know, okay. I, I might. 
I mean, yeah, he's a good player. I mean, he's at least got production. Yeah, over try on. Here's where, uh, because Mel jumped on the, the safeties, McShay at 39 takes Andre Sisco. But that's the third safety off the board is a little shocking. But Yeah. Okay. I mean, you got to line up with somebody there. I mean, Mel's going to do this at defensive tackle, too, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, at 40, Kuiper takes Milton Williams. I guess he's going to be an undersized D tackle for him. He says he's going to play a 3 4. He'll be his five technique. He's, you know. Fair enough. He can, he'll get a D, you know, won't draft a nose probably. Yeah. Uh, at 41, McShay takes Pat Firemuth. These are the. Yeah. You know, filling out your roster. Quarterback late. And right. Yeah. I mean, they're great values, but you didn't know you got the other guy, you know, by the short ones. Right. Uh, at 40, if I were Mel, I might take fire move. We might have to do this ourselves. I was thinking we might have to do this. <laughs> and strategy is pretty important. Yeah. You know, like, do you really take Lawrence one? Is he that special? Probably. But but I could live with Fields. He's Mel still doesn't have a quarterback. And I, and I don't have to take one. I could I fill out my roster. Right. I got right. great wide receivers. I got the best tight end. Yep. I got, you know, a lot of stuff. And one thing I would do to you, if I got pits, I'd probably take Friar Moose pretty high and just play double tight ends. They're very different. I'm going to split pits out, and you're not going to have a tight end. You know, you're going to have to live with, you know, whoever your third guy is. Yeah. I mean, you can play some defense. Tight end position is not that important. It's not that important. <laughs> D-tackle is. D-tackle, and right. that's what happens here to Mel, because at 42, he has to take Davian Nixon as his top Got him. As his top DT. Right, right. You better take another one, too. Uh, at 43, McShay gets great value and takes Javon Holland as a safety. That's a nice pick. I would yeah. take him over Cisco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, No yeah. doubt. I think Holland's probably the three, don't you think? I think he so. He had a good pro day. Yeah. Yeah, it takes the ball away. Uh, I have him as my two. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, at 44, then Kuiper takes Justin Fields. Last nice, pick. Nice, that's right. Good value there. Uh, I'm glad Mel has him number two, though, because I think he's easily number two. Yeah. You've been yeah. saying that since day one. Uh, so, McShay winds up with Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, Najee Harris at running back. His wide receivers, he drafted three, are Jamar Chase, Kadarius Toney, Terrace Marshall. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Tony was too high. Uh, at tight end, he's got Fryermuth. Live with that. Yeah. Uh, at left tackle, Panay Sewell. At left guard, Liam Eichenberg. Center is Creed Humphrey. The guard, uh, right guard is Quinn Miners. And his right tackle is Tevin Jenkins. Okay. He can mean, be two guys may be out of position there, but such is life. He built him mashing potatoes, fine. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the middle of that line. Right. Uh, actually, from the right, from the center right is really physical. Penny Sewell's no slouch either. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There's, yeah. Um, his uh, defensive end slash outside linebackers, Rousseau. Uh, he's and he's got Basham. His defensive I don't like that at all. his defensive tackles slash defensive ends are Levi Ovenzarike and Christian Barmore. That's the best of the bunch, but that's not very it's good. Not very line. good, yeah. No. At linebacker, then he's got Ojolari, Micah Parsons, and Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa. I like this, the last two. Yeah. Um, at cornerback, he's got Sertain and Horn. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, at safety, he's got Andre Cisco and Javon Holland. That's not awesome. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's the safety yeah, position right, that's issue. That's you got to pick from. Yeah. Uh, at Kuiper, at quarterback, Justin Fields. Great. At running it back, Mr. Irrelevant. Travis Atn. Pretty good. His wide receivers, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, Rashad Bateman. That's really strong. That's really I mean, strong. For us, that's what, two, three, four on the list. Yeah. Uh, at tight end, he got Pitts. That was pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah. His, his receivers are nuts. His left tackle is Slater. He's got Elijah Vera Tucker at left guard. He's got Landon Dickerson at center. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel Cosme at 
uh, right guard, right guard and saying. Christian Derisaw at right tackle. The Cosby thing doesn't fit, but pretty good line. Best available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I might put Slater at guard. You can flip flop those tackle, easily, right. easily enough. At defensive end, he's got uh, Quiddy Pay and Jalen Phillips. I like that a lot. They're my top two. At defensive tackle, Davian Nixon and Milton Williams. Yeah, not so great. But. Yeah. Uh, his linebackers, Jamin Davis, Zaven Collins, Ronnie Perkins. Wow. I mean, the first two. I mean, Perkins is more of an edge, but right. The cornerbacks are Caleb Farley and Greg Newsom. Hope Farley hits, but yeah. And then his safeties are Trevon Morig and Richie Grant. That's good, yeah. It's a good secondary, obviously. I don't know what team I prefer. I think I prefer Mel's, actually. Well, I made some picks I didn't like. He had three or four I didn't like. I think he taking Kadarius Tony eleven. That, that, that didn't need to be done. No. Uh, when Bateman, not with Bateman and Marshall on when, board. When Mel got Bateman, Bateman at thirty. Yeah. Right. Right. Know. Right. Um, Terrace. He took Terrace Marshall before he took Bateman. So, I, do you think it, picking one is a disadvantage? To a certain degree, because again, you have to take Trevor Lawrence. You have to take Lawrence. Yeah. And then I would take Pitts. But if I don't take Lawrence, if I force Mel then to take Lawrence, and I, I wait on my quarterback, I get Pitts. And Fields. And Fields. Or I get Pitts. And both of us would take Fields, too. Or let's say, okay, so let's say we flip-flop that, and uh, McShay takes, instead takes Pitts one. Mm-hmm. Well, then Mel's going to take Lawrence. Then he's gonna he can come back and take Jamar Chase, or he can take you know, right somebody else. I mean, I think the question is: Is Lawrence, with all respect to him, he's an awesome prospect. Is he worth the difference between the first pick and the forty fourth pick? Right. I mean, that's what you're doing. That's what you're here. doing. Yeah. I mean, it'd be different if there was three or four owners in this. Yeah. And yeah. again, you know, McShay took the first running back. Is there is there is the difference between Najee Harris and Travis Etienne that great? That great. And he probably took Harris a little early, but also, I mean, at the second half of the draft, you got to start filling in your your empty spots. Too. Yeah. Now I like, I like uh, McShay's cornerback duo. A lot. I mean, you get Sertain and Horn. I don't love his pass rush though. I don't love his pass rush. I don't love his safeties. I do. Li- I, I like Holland. I, I have Holland as my number two safety. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a nice addition. Yeah. Um. Is he that much? You know he. Mel took Trevor Moerig 22nd, and McShay got Javon Holland 43rd. Mm-hmm. That adds up. Um, you know, Mel took Richie Grant 28th. Mm-hmm. Mm. Todd took Cisco ahead of Holland, though. Right. I mean, it didn't matter. He could take him anywhere he wanted. He knew Mel wasn't going to steal the other Right, guy. he knew he wasn't going to take one, so he could have flip-flopped that easily enough. Is it cheating if you take three corners and only one safety? I don't know. I, I mean, guess you'd to have to set ground not, rules. I mean, uh, you could take. Can you take two tight ends? Can I take five quarterbacks if I want? Well, I mean, we see we saw on both of these teams, guys took uh, tackles and moved them to guard. Yeah, I mean, Cosby's not a guard. Yeah, nobody What's took Davis. Uh, you know, or, or right, right. You know, somebody like that is. In, so like, I would like to wait. Like, if you, if you knew that the results were going to be similar to this, I would probably take Elijah Moore before my second defensive tackle or second safety. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing here. I mean, you know, if somebody, w- if either one of these guys would have jumped on defensive tackles in the second round, you know, in that in that team right, somewhere, right. Um, would you have flinched at that because it's such a weak position this year? See, I thought about that. What's the strategy? If I like Barmore better, yeah. But do you think he's gonna be a first round pick when it's all said and done? I th- it Maybe. might. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there might be some at the end. He's not going to be in the teens. No. If he goes somewhere in the twenties or or thirties, okay. I'm doing a mock as we speak. I'm going to finish tonight, and I think I'm going to put him 32nd to Tampa. 
he could learn from Mama Kong Sue and you know they're not young. Sue's not young, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I I mean I just think the curious pick is Tony at eleven. I don't like that. That, That's way early. Um, I don't love Todd's pass rushers either. No, Uh, taking Gregory Rousseau Mm -hmm. seventeenth. I think it's a disadvantage to have one. Yeah, yeah. I mean Lawrence is awesome, and he can if he's Mahomes, he makes a lot of problems go away. But that means I mean Fields could be better than him. Yeah, could, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, and so much of the, like they're going to measure these against what their rookie years are now, and then determine okay who won. Um, and there is and that's because no there's way. so much right. of it is you know Justin Jefferson had a great rookie season. Yes. Does that mean that he's better than the guys taken ahead of him? Like, does Denver regret not taking him over Judy, which probably never even crossed their mind? Right. Rager versus Jefferson's a conversation. Right. You know yeah. that that they were a different tier. Like, it, that's like saying. Man, they should have taken Claypool instead of Rugs. Nobody thought of that. I mean, they were around more than a round difference. You right. Know, that wasn't a Leaf versus Peyton Manning conversation. You know what I mean? I do think it's interesting though that Miners was really, uh, unless you consider Elijah Vera Tucker a true guard. Mm-hmm. Miners was the only true guard taken. And he's a center guard too. He's a center guard. Yeah. He never. He didn't really snap it. Wisconsin. True. No, no, you're right, you're right. I mean, really, he's a guard who can who can play yeah, center. Yeah, right. Depends where he lands. Yeah. He might very well could be a guard in the next yeah. level. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you think he's going to be the top guard taken in this draft? I like that he's in that conversation because I really like him, and that affirms my thought that he's one of the top three interior guys, possible centers. Um, did Dickerson go? Yeah, all three yeah. of those guys went. All three, Creed Humphrey, Landon Dickerson, Quinn Miners. All they all went taken. ahead of a pure guard. Guard-only yeah. type. Hmm. Yeah. You know what would be fun is do something like combine last year and this year. <laughs> or, yeah. You know, those, those That's type of tough, things, right? though. It is tough. Because you've got a year of you've got a year of NFL tape on a guy, and some of these guys opted out. <laughs> they didn't even play. Like, how, yeah, how you rank him right. to Panay Sewell there? Like, yeah, Caleb Farley. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. Um, you know, along those lines, that's like the Darnold trade, like – Boy, I had a really high grade on him coming out of USC. Like, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, this NFL tape's a heck of a lot more valuable than what you thought of him when he was – And it's not great. Know, when he was 20 or whatever <laughs> right. at, at USC. He's looking at his traits and – Yeah. You know. I mean, there still exist, but he, he could be mentally broken, you know. Right. You right. don't know where he's at psychologically. This right, right, right. You know, he was seeing ghosts a couple of years ago. Is mm-hmm. he still seeing ghosts? Or are they, are are they bigger gonna, ghosts? Are we just going to blame Adam Gase for everything that went wrong with Sam Darnold? Well, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> there's, a, there's an argument. Carolina, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they gave up some pretty premium picks for that. They did, but I felt like – here's my quick and take. it's going to cost that. them $24 million, too, by the way. It is. That, that's to me, is the bigger thing you gave up. A future second, if he's a starting quarterback, is cheap to me. Right, I mean, yeah. the fourth doesn't matter. But if you're the Jets, I'm if we're in negotiations, I'm the Jets, I'm saying, we're going to draft the quarterback at two. I'm not going to hide it. But why would I give up Sam for anything more than a future third – that I would get a year from now in comp anyways, because he's going to make at least $10 million on the open market when we let him go. Right. I might as well hang on to him. What if Wilson stinks or... Gets hurt. Gets hurt, yeah. or Baker Mayfield gets hurt, and they come calling for Sam Because I'm going to have to sign a backup. We we'll have to sign a backup. Yeah. It, you know, I'm not going to give up on this guy. It could be a Sam Bradford deal where someone else gets hurt, and they come give me a first for him because they don't want their season to go down the toilet, you know. So why am I giving you 
I mean, you better give me more than a future third for him, or there's no reason for me to trade him. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, th- I thought the, the the draft thing here was interesting, and certainly yeah, it's a cool exercise. Uh, the other guy we haven't talked about, Liam Eikenberg, went 29th as a guard. As a guard, which like him and Miners are interesting to me too, because that means that those evaluators really like them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I can't let this guy pass. I'm even going to play him out of position. Yeah, too good of a player. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's going to do it for our show today. So uh, for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob Recht here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.